This goes on for ages. You can't have this as the opening quote. Film, 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 film. Sell, sell, sell. This is the science fiction rating system. The podcast that aims to rank every science fiction film from one to infinity. It's 2019. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to Chris Redding. Happy New Year, Sam Draper. And Happy New Year to Alex Humphrey. Happy New Year, Sam Draper. Happy New Year, Chris Redding. Happy New Year, Alex ha- Humphrey. We're <laughs> <laughs> just going to go around. Yeah. We've not done one yet. That's everyone, isn't it? Yeah. That's everyone. Yeah. How's everyone's Christmas and New Year? All good? Mmm. Nice. It was good. Relaxing? Yeah. I was in a hotel. I had food provided for me. It was nice. Oh, very nice. And a swimming pool. There was a swimming pool at the hotel. That was great. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Posh yeah. Christmas. Posh Christmas. <clears throat> Indeed. Like um, Home Alone 2. <laughs> yeah. Was Donald Trump there? Was it like Home Alone 2? <laughs> no, it wasn't like... Yeah. No, oh. sadly not. I did get a flat tyre, but um, that wasn't <laughs> through kind of robbery-related incidents. There was no one trying to attack no. me or anything. No, no. A small child didn't do it. No, no. No. Well, that's good. And Chris, how was yours? Nice, relaxing. I saw you didn't over yep. the break, actually. Went for a yes, little walk. Yes, I nice. came up to the yeah. uh, Derbyshire. We had a lovely walk. Mm. A little stroll. And then a beer and a uh, pork yep. pie. And a pork pie <laughs> to go over the walk. Yeah. In fact, today's film uh, was a bit like the landscape of uh, of um, that walk. Not not Our walk wasn't quite as extreme as this, but... Uh, I mean, at the end, yeah. Yeah. Did some um, uh, woodsman come up to you at the beginning and ask you if you were no, out for a walk? No, but I did peel walk? my skin off at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and I set, I set him on fire. You set me on fire. Yeah, massive spoilers, but never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, to start 2019, we are... Oh, actually, before I do that, um, as a start of a new year, um, I'm just going to reiterate what the podcast is because oh, yeah, we've, got, we've got some new listeners. Yeah, I thought we should probably do um, that at the top of each one. Yeah, that's a good idea. So, <laughs> so, just in case this is your first time. Well, if this is your first time, congratulations, you've chosen the right week to start because we're on point. Yeah. Um, we'll see how far we get into the year, remember to do this. But um, yeah, so Science Fiction Rain System, this is the podcast where we, we talk through a film um, full of spoilers. So if you want to watch it beforehand, that's best because we're going to ruin it for you mm. if you haven't seen it. And we discuss what we thought about it. And then we put the film into a great big list of films that we have been rating and ranking for two whole years now. Ooh. Um, how many films have we got? Let's have a look. It's a few, isn't it? Um, hundred and really. something. Hundred uh, and... Hundred and fourteen films. Wow. Uh, and you can see that list at sciencefictionratingsystem.com. That's pretty much, isn't it, really? That's what goes on. Mm. Pretty much. And once a year we re-rank mm. three films that we can't agree on. But um, yeah. to kick off this year, we are watching three films from five years ago, because that's the earliest we allow ourselves to watch films. Films released five years ago is the most recent we can watch, although we have broken that rule yeah. <laughs> on several occasions. Yeah. Yeah. But not anymore, we're not breaking it anymore. So we each picked a film from said year to watch, and my pick was Under the Skin, directed by Jonathan Glazer, uh, based on a book by Michael Faber, which I'm guessing neither of you have read. No, I read what the book's about, though. Right, that's more than I've done. I, I haven't read the book. I, I think I'll watch oh, okay. it. But, um... Okay. I watched the film at the book's based, based on <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is more appropriate, <laughs> which is good, because if you'd, if you'd read the book and not watched the film, it wouldn't be much of a podcast, would minimum. it? minimum. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, well J- Jonathan Glazer said, I knew that I absolutely didn't want to film the book, but I still wanted to make the book a film. So there you go. Right, yeah. Which is I mean, quite a kind cryptic of, um, thing to say, but... It, it, this film, obviously, is not the book, is it? Because as a book, this film wouldn't really work, I don't think. Well, no. actually, no, that's not true. Someone could probably make it work, but it'd be a very strange, a very, very odd book. You, there's um, one element, I won't say it now, there's one element when I read the plot synopsis of the book hmm. which makes you go, oh, or I understand that little bit a little bit more, but I can wait till we talk about it to tell you. Right, okay. Yeah, because I think... Like crucial to this film is that it kind of unfolds itself. Your understanding of what's happening uh, develops as it's going on, doesn't it? It leaves some things mm-hmm. ambiguous, but um, definitely at the start, you're kind of in the dark, literally mm-hmm. and figuratively, actually, because it starts with a black screen. Mm. 
uh, for long enough that I thought my uh, copy had broken. <laughs> but <laughs> it hadn't. Um, so, yeah, under the skin, it, it begins in blackness. I love the beginning. Yeah, it's, mm. a, it's a strong Good beginning. Opening. That um, must have looked amazing on the cinema screen, that opening. Yeah. Big flash of white light going into an eye and Scarlett Johansson warming up her English accent for the film. I love how they like do that trick of the like supposed to look like planets and then it goes into the eye mm. yeah 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 it's a yeah it's like an ambiguous sort of shape that becomes an iris isn't it eventually um the shapes of nature hmm the mm. shapes of the cosmos mm. Mm. yeah um and then hard cut from that to the uh, icy climbs of scotland where a mysterious motorcyclist is racing down a road the bad Sorry. man, as he's known in the uh, as in the script or the is that IMD. his title, right? Yeah, and she is called the female as well. The one who he picks up, or Scarlett Johansson? No, Scarlett Johansson is the female, right? Uh, and he's the bad man, right? Um, and he's a championship motorcycle uh, road racer. He's not an actor at all, but that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? I mean, considering that's mainly what he does is ride around. Yeah. That would make sense, yeah. And also, like that's this film's gimmick, isn't it? Which we'll get to in more detail in a little bit. Um, so yeah, he just setting it up. He picks up um, the body of a girl from a side of the road, puts her in a van, takes her to a mysterious white room where a naked Scarlett Johansson undresses the girl and clothes herself as her, and the girl lets out a solitary tear, mm. deep, um, <laughs> and and yeah, it's a bit odd. But then. The film properly starts, and so yeah, the gimmick of this film really is that they did a lot of hidden camera footage, didn't they? And mm. they they basically filmed a lot of. There's not many actors at all in the film, is there? I mean, the... I t- but I read all this. I read that everyone in it is basically. What is an actor? Well, all right. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. that's true. True. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, they're all supposed. To, they're all real people that she really picked up. Yeah, and they filmed. Is it that they filmed the initial encounter, and then they kind of stopped and said, "Right, we're filming a film, and you're going to need to sign this thing, and also you're going to need to do these other things." And are you okay with that? And everyone was like, "Yeah, I'm fine with that." But it's quite unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, well, I don't with what everyone all... does in this film. Glasgow, yeah. though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, is that well, why they filmed it up there? They weren't all okay with it, I don't think. Plenty of people weren't okay with it, and also, right. I don't believe that they're not all actors. Yes, yeah, I, I think, think you that. can. Well, I know for one. I mean, definitely the um, the deformed man, as the script calls mm. him, is an actor. Yeah, um, and I, I think also there's a couple. I think definitely towards the start, the ones that, she, that doesn't go that far, that she just talks to, you can tell. Mm. But there's something about the other ones that that you can tell. Okay, they're not actors, but they've been prompted because they yeah. are, they've lost that kind of natural. Um, mm. Yes, that's what I thought. Them. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you. I think it's more they've talked up the. Uh, the angle yeah. that it was all it's all real it's all real um but, but i mean but to be honest i think the more interesting thing of that anyway is these first scenes where she's like walking and driving around glasgow and mm. it's not a direct one-on-one encounter but you get her going through like a crowd of football fans in a yeah. van and walking yeah. around a supermarket and a, a shopping center and stuff and i think those mm. scenes are um I don't know. They're just odd, aren't they? Because I think they're the create a create much creative way of uh, doing the sort of Manu fell to earth style. Yeah. idea yeah. though. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, definitely. No, I agree. I agree. It, it, it's it's very. You kind of. It's. I mean, I guess. I mean, the main purpose of this film is to see, like, like Manu fell to earth, to see the world through an alien's eyes, hmm. and you do get that with the way it's filmed, and it's quite naturalistic, but it's also very stylized and. Just how yeah. she looks, and also, it, I mean, it's clever because she's so famous in a way, and she's so recognisable. Yeah. But no one is recognising her, and isn't it that I read that it's basically no one believed that she would be there, so they just didn't think it was her. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Which is like a prostitute as well. Well, there's that as well. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I, I, it's not fun to watch though the reaction she does get, like the people. Like some eyes do like linger on, don't they? And some mm. like just don't see her at all. It's strange. It's very um, mm. odd. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, her commitment to the role is really cool as well. The fact that mm. I know mean, you read about how she's she's basically driving this van around, and then she's got a a tow truck on the back with all the gear in it. Oh, and and the the crew in the back of the van. 
So, um, <laughs> the, sorry, the, sorry, the tow truck is a, a generator, electric generator. Oh, God. So okay. she's just driving around with that, with everyone in the van with her, um, in character, <laughs> which is a pretty, you know, ballsy thing to do for a... I mean, by this point, she'd made Avengers and was, you know, as big as an actor could get, isn't it? So mm. it's quite a interesting yeah. role to take. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's how the film starts. And you kind of don't know... She keeps asking men for directions. Mm. Um, oh, I'm not... To the, to the here? M8... Yeah. The M8, yes. Um, oh, it's, part, it's near the Asda's, I heard. <laughs> she's yes, she's very interested in if they're single or not, and uh, and if they aren't aren't single, she just drives off. We should have done this with um, species, like a double bill. Yeah, mm. <laughs> we should. Yeah, um, although she doesn't drive around Glasgow in species. No, no, but the yeah. same thing. It is the same sort of idea. Um, <laughs> Yeah, she's trying to find a lone man to pick up mm. for nefarious means. And, of course, being a lone man and getting in a car with Scarlet Johansson, they'll do anything, even yep. follow her to a creepy run-down house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, do you buy this? Would you follow Scarlet Johansson into a creepy run-down house? No. Uh, no. I don't I know. Glasgow. That's just your rebuttal to everything in this film. (laughs) (laughs) No, because it's not like they like, it's not like they have a few drinks or they go to somewhere and and they relax. That doesn't happen in Glasgow. Okay. (laughs) Wow. I'm just going to distance myself from all these comments. Glasgow's quite nice. You've been to Glasgow. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but you you know, it's like... I know what you mean. Shitty world. It's not a let's go for cocktails sort of world. I get that. And if it was like a quickie in the van or something like that, maybe yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the concept of driving them to to like a, a derelict block of flats mm. or a house in a, in a creepy state. That's the bit I don't. Yeah. And in a maybe that's just van. me being naive though, to be honest. Like, like yeah, why is my... she in that van as well? Like it's, she's not like, it's not like she has this convincing backstory of like, Oh, I'm, I'm moving into my new house or, I mean, it's very sparse on the dialogue, which is good. Yeah. It wouldn't be better if is, it wasn't. There is that one guy who asks something, and she's like, oh, I'm moving some furniture for a friend. Isn't that that's a line yeah. that she uses? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, again, is like, the way she says that, you'd be like, right, this is clearly a serial killer. I'm getting out I of the I do get the vibe of it's a bit of like a... I'm getting the vibe of like it's an L.A. actress pretending to be something yeah. in it. Mm, you, yeah. you, don't, you, seeing, you don't buy her I'm as seeing, a... I'm seeing her acting more than anything else. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, but I maybe that's though, good because you've got to step back away from it. That's putting you at odds with it. That's making you already kind of like, oh, you're already yeah, kind mm. of questioning it. That's good, maybe. Yeah. I, I think her level of fame and who she is is like one of the most interesting things about the story and mm. what it says about that character. But I'll, we'll get to that later on because it's more. Imagine like later if on the, the alien had like just found a poster or an image of Scarlett Johansson mm. and used that as a template. If that would have been interesting. But that's kind of what's happened, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that is what's happened. She, she has picked a deliberately... Because um, they, they make a real point of the, the Glasgow shots, of you never really see anyone um, doled up or... Without wanting to be mean, like you never see anyone particularly attractive, do you, in these Glamorous. Glasgow shots? They're all Glamorous. very... Yeah, they're all very normal. Just very everyday normal, folk. Very worth, yeah. You know, overweight or old or things. Like, mm. no, no one is like dressed up and glamorous like her. And they make it, no. they make it very clear how different she is. So that's mm. why... Th- that choice is very deliberate, I think, isn't it? That it is her and that she does look, even though she doesn't look necessarily like herself because she's a bit prostituted up, it's mm. still clearly a glamorous, attractive young woman yeah. and not. Yeah. Um, I still wouldn't get in the in the van with her, though. I, I don't think I would. Yeah, and no, I don't think I would either. But then you see, you, you, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would. Apparently but... the guy had been in a couple of movies before this. Which one? The guy she picks up. The first um, one, yeah. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. So anyway, so the the first guy she gets is one of these um, the Motherwell fans, aren't they? Oh, Hibernian fans, Hibs fans, I think. Mm. And um, she picks one up and takes him back to the house, which reveals itself as a big black abyss. Um, yeah. And he he undresses whilst following her into the abyss, and then disappears under into a black lake. Mm. And at this I love point, how, that's all we see. Like all of her sort of, there's not any spaceship or anything shown. Yeah, I you see a couple of lights, don't you, at the start over the yeah. block of flats. But that's it. Yeah, I like how it's um, 
very abstract and it doesn't yeah. show any of that because that can like really flavor something can't it in a, yeah in a in a unconstructive way sometimes because Definitely. yeah yeah like imagine she's taking her back and strapping them into like a machine out of a mm. the enterprise something like that it would be yeah. much less effective wouldn't it yeah um and also like i mean this is the idea of alien as like literally aliens in something that you can't comprehend or That's understand yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, is so much more interesting, isn't it? Than he just it? doesn't yeah. have the software to compute what he's seeing, so we're yeah. kind of seeing that. Yeah. And, I mean, this film for me, it, this first half is very strong because of that, because of Alien is, and I think it, that's... The second half for me falls apart, and it's because of how strong this sort of feeling of... A hundred percent. I a hundred percent agree with yeah. you. I think it's a film that opens really well, and it's really interesting and really scary, kind of creepy and yeah. disturbing, and then I think it just goes... It just... It, it was almost be better as a short film. I don't know. Maybe I don't think it... it, yeah. it I don't... The ideas run to this... this yeah. The There's running time. bit for me, but we're mm. not there yet. Um... I mean, the whole first half film is basically her picking up men, isn't it? Mm. Um, we get the lovely. There's a great scene of the guy. She goes to a beach, and there's um, oh, so a swimmer out there. Yeah, and I mean, the way it's shot, I think, it's fantastic. The way it's mm. like a as a woman goes in after her dog, and then her husband goes in after her, and and she drowns, and he drowns, and then the the swimmer who Scarlett Johansson has tried to seduce goes in to try and rescue the guy, and. Mm. It's just, it's like... Oh, it's horrible, that bit. And yeah, they just no leave score. the baby crying on, this, on yeah. the, don't they? I mean, I think that is like a very clever way of showing someone being alien because she just is just, she's just brutal. She just doesn't care, does she? She's there to get that bloke and then she manages yeah. to get him and then that's it. She just drags him off, doesn't she, to the van and the, the biker comes and tries to like tidy up some stuff to make it look like... Because he's kind of like the cleaner isn't he or like the facilitator he kind of like covers up yeah, when things no, go he, wrong think, or whatever isn't he at this point I, no, thought, I thought he was searching for her right he's like later he is later he's at this more point trying to stop her right no 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 no. he's yeah. he's like her neighbor isn't he i think at this point yeah see because because at the start he takes the the prostitute back for scarlet to answer to steal yeah. stuff from and like here this is you um because I thought they're the same person for this first half of the film, mm. because it's as though like the Scarlett Johansson alien is the um, seducer and like the spider gets her in the web, yeah. and yeah. then um, he's the there's a wasp isn't it at one point in the film that goes out and fixes stuff and like ties up because she leaves uh, a bit of the man's clothes on the beach, doesn't she? And that's mm. why he goes to fetch that to make sure it's, she's not found. Yeah, um, yeah. So, the plot- so, so Chris, you thought you. The way you interpreted it was that he was the whole film. He was chasing her through the whole. Yeah, I guess because I know. Remember the first time I watched it that the motorcyclist didn't register as that important to me mm-hmm. when I, um, especially in the earlier scenes. And I then I so I probably had just forgotten the earlier scenes. But on this viewing, yeah, I can get what you're saying. It's just the first time I watched it, I imagined that he was kind of um, trying to bring her in type. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Like because she she'd been starting to become more human or feel more human things and yeah. I mean that's definitely um, second half of the film, isn't it? I think definitely that is what's happened to her there. But um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Were you going to say something? I was going to say the 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 kind of element that is from the book that I thought made more that makes it made a bit more sense is that in the book she's sent to Earth by a rich corporation to kidnap unwary hitchhikers drugs them and delivers them to the other aliens, I guess, who fatten them up and then they're mm. turned into this meat, human meat, which is an expensive delicacy on their planet. So she's basically... <laughs> oh, so, and if, if, if you, yeah, and if you kind of think about the that second time you see in the... Yeah. And you the, you actually see underneath the underneath the water, whatever it is. The and then there's a, of flesh. Yeah, and there's that kind of conveyor bit of red stuff. It kind of makes it make sense that she is kind of these people are being processed or like... I'm glad they didn't put any of that like back culture yes. in though. Because... Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I think it's better without it. But when you, if you know that, I think it makes what she's doing make mm. a bit more sense. It's a bit weird she only kills men, but maybe that's the type of <laughs> delicacy. Glaswegian men of a certain age, obviously what she's looking for. Yeah, I mean, that, I think as far as the film's concerned, I don't think that's in the film. You know, you that's non non canon. I don't think that's what she's doing. No, you don't think because there's that really there's that shot of like a kind of conveyor belt with blood going down. Yeah, but 
I prefer... And when they get sucked out, you don't think I that think that's, that's being... just a process of what's going on there and then. I don't. I don't think they're trying to infer any. Mm. Well, I mean, that's the thing about being ambiguous. You, you can think of it as that, can't you? A meat conveyor yeah. belt. But I would much rather not think of it like that. It's a much stronger so, yeah. film. If what do you think it, she's doing with them then? Well, because that scene, when you see that, that's the second guy who she picks up in a nightclub, and all those shots are really good as well. That's, that, mm. They really capture that really well, that feeling of being in a nightclub. Don't He's they? the actor, sorry. Um, He's the oh, right, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so he goes in as well, and he sort of, under the water, meets the first guy who is looking worse for wear mm, and yeah, they touch horrible. and there's a terrible special effect oh, that guy kind of like yeah um sort of what it's does he like, do kind of like uh, it's like it's like everything's been sucked out of him and it's just his flesh is like a balloon almost like it's just his mm, skin is yeah. like still there and like flapping about oh it's really really well done like i think that was kind of like the peak of the film for me i think that point i was like oh wow really yeah i kind of went down a bit after that, I'd say. So I thought that effect was terrible and that it didn't look very good. That's what I oh. thought. <laughs> I thought oh, it was I very it really uh, good. I liked it floating about a bit, and then yeah, and that's when you get the switch to the red and the. Um, mm. and it's quite like a obviously like all that it's shot in black and there are like shades of blue, so it's very distinct that the red is like a separate thing. Yeah, mm. to me, like I don't think it's anything. Well, the way I read it was sort of like. That is like the essence of him, you know, going out, but it's not like a meat. It's just more that like she's understanding or taking the essence from them in a way of like just, uh, okay. you know, processing it in something not as mundane as making a steak, you know, like it's just yeah. that it's yeah. uh, okay. a slurry of what, what he was, all these like emotions and feelings, stuff like that. Because it disappears like into a very like bright red light, doesn't it? That kind of yeah. uh, explodes yeah. off screen. I mean, I mean, that's the... The point of films like this is that it can be both those readings, can't mm. it? It doesn't have yeah. to be either of them. They don't explain it. So, mm. um, but yeah, I mean, th- she's still very much on mission at this point, isn't she? I, yeah. I think so. It's the scene after this um, when she, uh, she's, someone in a, a queue of lights gives her a rose. Have you ever seen this before? A guy giving out roses in traffic lights? Selling. I've seen people flogging stuff at the side yeah. of the road. Maybe not ro- not flowers. They used people to like try and wash my windows and stuff. But yeah, not I've like I've had flowers, but it I don't think yeah, it's yeah. very effective because yeah, it's just yeah, it's just not very effective. I don't think it's a way of. Yeah. But yeah, I have seen it, but not in Scotland. Uh, I wasn't in Scotland. It was in London, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. It wouldn't be very effective. I don't think in Scotland. No, <laughs> no, and it's a bit odd, isn't it? Because it's like, oh, someone bought that for you. Doesn't he say something mm. like that? Like it's the guy in the car going to the ways, and he like gives a little yeah. wave, like an old bloke in a four by four. Yeah, see, that is that must be set up. That can't be what naturally happened. Strange. Mm. Oh, that's true. Actually, yeah, it couldn't have been a. Yeah, it must have been a setup. Yeah, I mean that's pretty fortuitous yeah. if that was just random event that happened. <laughs> just so happened so happen, yeah. yeah, while she was at the lights. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this. So this is kind of the moment when her view starts to change a bit, I think, because mm. you get this sort of, there's another montage of her driving around Glasgow and there's this weird shot of where she's just staring out the window and her f- face is kind of superimposed over a very bright uh, light yeah. as everyone moves, mm. which I didn't know what to make of that. I don't know if either of you have got any thoughts about well, what they're trying to say. She there. starts looking at women instead of men. Mm. That's what I wrote down. It, it, oh, she's, right. she's like starting to look at more, you see more shots of just women, everyday women, so I don't know if she's tr- like she's. Starting I think she's to... like starting to get human feelings. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, she's starting to identify more with mm. who she is or what she yeah. is masquerading as. That's she, I yeah, get and that. She's seeing herself like what her role mm. should should or normally is, and and you also yeah. get the the radio report of about the the man drowning. Yes, and the the wife drowning. So you kind of see again. I didn't know if I liked that or not because that almost like was like, oh, is this a plot thing? Are they going to have like, is the police going to be after her now, or is it going to be, is this going to turn into something? But it doesn't really go anywhere, does it? That bit, but yeah, that's the first bit of like contrivance that I mm. don't like. The yeah. fact she's she's listening to the radio at all. Why would she have the radio on? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. She's not it's to this point odd. so far, is she? No. Um, yeah, so she gets another guy then, don't really see what happens to him. But then after that, you, this is when you see her putting her makeup on and the bike is there with her. Yeah. And it's as though they're in the place, but there's a concrete, there's a brick floor, isn't there, as opposed to... um. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a different it's place like, as well, isn't it? 
Like uh, to me, know. it looked like she took them to multiple houses. I couldn't really work that out at all. Oh yes, yeah, it's not a block of flats, is it? Yeah. No. But also, really... where where she meets him isn't either of those places because it's got a, it's a big brick floor, yeah. but it's like it's still this void place. It's as though I don't know. I don't know what's going on there either because he's sort of just like wandering around in spectre, isn't he? I think. Mm. Mm. <sighs> yeah. Perhaps he's yeah. checking. She's not gone rogue at that point. Maybe I don't know. Meh, maybe. Yeah. I see, I think I think we see what we're doing, trying to work out the story, is why I think this film fails. Because rather than stay as this kind of abstract mood yeah, piece, yeah. art house mood piece that would be very affecting, it yeah. does at this point try and have a plot in a way. Yeah, it invites it, you to work it out, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. It, we, the fact that we're trying to work it out, it, it, it's not our fault. It's the film is trying to is almost pushing us towards a story. And my problem with the whole film was it didn't have enough of a story to satisfy me and go, oh, okay, I get it now. But yeah. then it didn't go art, like kind of obscure and abstract enough for me to just be back on board with but it's that opening. Crumbs, isn't it? And not necess- I'm not necessarily sure there's any true inferred meaning on, on some of them or there is one way to... Mm take meaning on them that's what um, that's my problem i think from this point yeah you can you can infer what they meant and you can find their meaning and that's when it falls apart when it is more ambiguous like the the red slurry thing Mm -hmm. that's when it's stronger i think this the switching point for me is when she walks along the road she falls over on the the bricks and Mm -hmm. everyone's like oh you know what's happened to you whatever and i think you meant to think then like oh that's the the jolt the wake up that makes a change in a way Mm -hmm. um because then she does a lot more driving around as she does drive, drive, drive. And then the last person she picks up is um, the deformed man, as the as the show, as the film calls mm. her, Adam Pearson, who actually does look like that. used to drink in a pub that I used to drink in. Did he? Mm. Uh, he has neurofibromatosis, mm. um, which basically means he's got like, his face is gigantic, isn't it? Deformed in a way. Mm. Um, and I mean... <laughs> This is tough because it's harsh, but he's an actor, yeah, and he's not not a very good actor, <laughs> and no. that's and it's a real break with what you've seen before, yeah. Um, and it's not, think... I'm not sure he'd acted much before this if he had. Well, no, I mean that's tough, but but I mean he's he's going for the process of acting, isn't he? Not well, and if he was just a bad actor in a film that hadn't tried to make it so ambiguous and real it wouldn't be as mm. bad but the problem is for me this is the first sort of forced moment of them trying to force a message into it exactly uh, yeah like combined with the fact that he can't act very well mm. so it just it just completely pulled me out of it in yeah. a way that was because it's much. kind of interesting at first because at first when she starts asking the same questions like oh have you got a girlfriend and stuff you mm. can't help but be like well that seems really insensitive like and then you're like oh no but hold on i'm out of order he might have a girlfriend why am i thinking he wouldn't or when yeah, she's I mean, like oh yeah, have you ever touched a it's kind of interesting because her perspective is just well this a is a man interesting, interesting and it's very awkward isn't it watching mm. you yeah. don't know how to feel do you no um, but but unfortunately she doesn't just kill him it then turns into like you say yeah this she kind of feels sorry for him or whatever it is and then she lets him go and then the biker I mean, goes after him, doesn't we he? We just so, see more of like her humanity. I think that's the idea, isn't it? And yeah, but but that's, that's the, a bit that's rubbish. Why it just feels so like rubbish because it's like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're really hammering it home by getting like a literal elephant man to to make that break for her. Yeah, and I understand there's got to be a, a twist that makes a go, but like it couldn't be more ham-fisted than getting a guy mm. with a face like that and. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I understand getting him to make that point and make us feel uncomfortable and make us think, oh, the alien doesn't care what he looks like. But then she does care because this is the one she rejects. Mm. So although you can say, oh, well, she's um, being nice and whatever, the point, the more brave thing to do would be him to be the second person of four and he mm. just gets done like the rest of them. Yeah. yeah. That's the braver move to make for the film. No, I think this says more about human behaviour. In what mm. way? In the, in in what you've just said, in the sense that uh, she didn't kill him, why and she's she going through all the thought processes that you've just gone through there. All oh, right, so she's not killing him because she's starting to feel human and sympathise mm. with how he looks. Yeah. Yes. Right. Okay. Mm. No, I'm with Sam on this. I just, I think. It would have been more interesting if she just killed him, or even if he was the final guy who she ended up in a relationship with. 
I'd have found that more interesting, you know. That is like, a way, but that is an interesting way of looking at it, though, because then you can, because that is like flipping it and saying, yeah, that is that's why her not doing it is her human side coming out, isn't it, in a way? Yeah, I see what you mean. Yes. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, that really makes sense, definitely. But again, it just feels contrived to me. And yeah. like her, her original game plan, her sort of modus operandi, it changes because of the body she's in and I think it becomes unexpected to her and the big, the plan mm. you probably, I don't know if she'd been to other planets or, you know, they've, it was, it was unexpected what she'd feel at this moment in time. And I think that kind of explains some of the things we've seen. But what does she feel at this point? Though? What's she feeling differently? She's feeling like a human. She's feeling sorry for him or feeling like she shouldn't do feeling it. Feeling sorry for him. She's feeling whatever you could feel for him, really. Mm. In the sense, you don't even have to feel sorry for him. You just have to feel that he's a person. Mm. 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 No, I'm not buying that. <laughs> yeah, You've talked me out of it again now. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's the that's the beauty of the film, it, up for interpretation, isn't it, definitely? And yeah. um, I mean, the, you also see her like true form at this point, there's a brief shot of like the, yeah. the black skeleton thing um, mm. as she walks in. And she also, this is the first time she actually gets in naked and like goes towards him because she's been sort of just not, she's like very open to him in a way she wasn't to the ones as well. Yeah, um, yeah, true. And then you see that she looks in the mirror for ages and ages and ages and ages and then there's a little wasp on the on the window and then he escapes. Or he's yeah. let out more. He's let out. Yeah, you see her before, behind, don't you? She lets him yeah, out. Yeah, let, she lets him out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is where it becomes less ambiguous what the motorcyclist is because mm. she runs off uh, in the van looking scared. And the motorcyclist, I think this is my favourite scene in the film, just gets so menacing. Like the, yeah. It's like, it's like very sort of, um, uh, it's like dawn, the light's very low. A very, it's a strange looking estate, like a retirement estate, isn't it? Something. And uh, he pulls upon his motorbike storms down the drive smashes into this rover um, and then goes to the back garden to, to pick up the escaping um, he's victim. naked as well isn't he yeah, yeah he's, he's naked, naked. he's walked to a field and he just yeah. drags him puts him in the back of the car and there's a brilliant like thumping soundtrack to this bit isn't there like, mm. really, like mm. just kind of oh the soundtrack oh yes that's true yeah that's really good it's a good soundtrack yeah the piece that plays when she takes them into the into the room is like screeching violins and that little drum. Yeah, yeah, it's mm. incredible. Yes, very effective. Um, yeah, and that's a. I would say the last good bit of the film for me. <laughs> this shot here. But, um, yeah, it's it gets very, so, quite. It gets very kind of man filth murph kind of now on, doesn't it? Really? Yeah, I mean, she she doesn't talk, in, does she? Is that right? She didn't say a single word after this. I don't think. Uh... No, I don't think she... Yeah, you're probably right, actually. No. She doesn't say very much anyway. I mean, it's just very sparse no. on dialogue generally, yeah. isn't it? You know? Um, yeah, so she goes up into the highlands and there's this, like, very on-the-nose sort of... She goes into a white fog, doesn't she? And again, mm. I was, like, rolling my eyes at the sort of, the, oh, she's come from the black room and now she's in the white fog. It's, like, it's a bit sort of, you know, film school, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, and lots bit, of uh, nature around her. And, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's a bit pathetic, yeah. but... Um, and she's kind of on a quest of discovery, I suppose. Mm, yeah, I guess. She like goes to eat this a cake. Is me. This is, I just thought she was just on the run now. But she's not really, because she's like eating a cake and just yeah. wandering around a bit. She's not, she's not actively running, is she, that no, much? No, not really. Um, it's, I don't think she's necessarily aware that the, the bike man's after her. No, I don't think because so. the bit there's a bit you're meant to think that aren't you, but it turns out it's actually the the, the human is after, isn't there? Because um, we see it's like cut back to shots. There's actually more than one biker now, isn't there? There's like three yeah, or four of them. Yeah, yeah. And they are um, riding through the night to try and find her. Mm. We presume. Um, but yeah, like she, yeah. like you say, she goes to a tea room and tries to eat chocolate cake and then spits it out because she can't eat it because she can't because she's an alien. Yeah, and again, that's her trying to be human, I suppose, isn't it? Mm. Um, I didn't like so, that scene. No, but the scene after that, there's a really beautiful shot of when she she's walking down the road um, past the bus stop when she meets the bloke she sort of like settles down with, mm. and the shot's just composed really well. It's sort of the 
the road going up and curving around. It just I like on this film, like, like on the bit with the beach with them drowning, where it just stays on very wide, far away mm. shots. Yeah, there's some know, nice looks, shots. Yeah, it looks yeah. good. It looks. Yeah. Have you ever seen? There's a film about a mobile library in Wales. I can't remember mm. what it's called. Uh, Apex Twin did the soundtrack for it. Oh, um, it's a it's a very strange film. It literally just follows this mobile library around. It's like a documentary. It's not in documentary. It's odd, but it has this look to it. Um, oh, okay. I'm not sure what that was called because it's worth. I'll, I'll try and find it. Put the notes, but yeah, that's a reminder of that anyway. Hmm. Um, yeah, so she meets this guy who. Um, I mean, this I don't buy this relationship at all. What do you both, what do you all think about this guy? Who, I mean, what is he? What's he meant to be? What's his role meant to be here? <laughs> well, I I started now thinking this film was hugely sexist, basically, hmm. because I now started to interpret this film as being. So she starts off as this a woman because she is a woman. She's an alien, but she's a woman who is sexually aggressive, or at least uses men for the purpose she needs to use them for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she finds she realizes that's not how you need to be. So then she finds this nice man who watches Tommy Cooper and makes a cup of tea, and he treats her well. But in that relationship, she becomes uh, like passive. She's not dominant anymore. He's the dominant one. She has to be scared when they go up the castle, and he like carries her over a puddle and stuff like that. So then she's becoming more of what we you know acceptable femininity. And then obviously we'll get to the end, but then she's paid back for her aggression towards men in quite a brutally, you know, masculine way. And I just kind of started thinking, I don't think this film wants me to think this, but I'm quite easily reading this in this film. And that's a mistake because they've made it a bit obvious for me. Like, I'm not saying that is what the film's about, but that reading seems quite blatant to me. And I, I couldn't see the purpose of... Yeah, this nice character. I couldn't see the purpose of him at all. I read it differently Mm. in the sense that her sort of, uh, her sexual predatory, the way she is at the beginning, Mm. isn't that because she's not human, right? right? She's she's getting blokes for a functional reason. Right. That's not not a, a woman killing men, right? Yeah. Yeah, because she isn't a woman. She is, like yeah. I said, she is an alien. Yeah, she starts to feel more human. She goes through these different stages of human emotion and understanding what being a human is, and these mm. different feelings to the point where she's in a nicer relationship. Yeah, with with a man, and then she sees that actually there's a dark side to human behaviour at the end. Mm. Is it a nice relationship though? Well, I'm, um, you know, I'm, I'm just saying it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a softer, I mean, yeah, definitely understanding think- of human. It's like she's trying. She, it's like she goes on holiday. She yeah. loves the mm. the new culture she's in. Yeah, yeah that's thinks, true. oh, yeah, I could like settle that. down here, mm. and then gets mugged. Yeah, no, that's right. very, that's quite an accurate portrayal of the I whole mean, plot, really. The <laughs> thing is, like, yeah, you, both those readings work definitely. The problem with like the reading of her as an alien is that yes she's an alien but to our eyes she is also still an attractive female woman oh yeah i'm not saying there aren't themes no no i'm, I'm, I'm saying yeah, yeah i'm saying that's the problem the film has though is that like yeah it, it kind of trips over itself by making that choice early on mm. and making her who she is and that she's a sexual predator and it, it is like flipping the gender role of like because imagine if this was a man, a man alien driving around in a van, <laughs> trying to pick up women, they'd never get in the van, would they? It wouldn't work. Well, so, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I think this is a more predatory, uh, successful uh, means for a predator to get prey. Exactly, but 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 that choice as well can't help but then invite Alex's interpretation of it because you have chosen a, a female to be, have that role mm. therefore it has to flip and it does become this sort of sexist sort of thing or can become a sexist sort of thing as well you know what I mean um, my reading of it is again different to both of yours <laughs> in that to me it's a very mechanical and dry flipping of the roles in terms of um, and, and nothing more really for me mm. than like obviously you get Tommy Cooper who's doing the most things on the TV that she's doing at the start oh I didn't um, notice that oh the one. heater in the room has a red light across it like the slurry thing uh, that she's got under the thing clever. when they go to the castle 
there's a puddle where she he he carries her over the puddle like the oh, like she doesn't, you over. Yeah, yeah, or like she walks when they, on the water. Yeah, oh god. Yeah. Oh yeah. When they you're go totally into the castle, right. they they walk down into a dark thing down some stairs. Mm. It's like also like literally aping what she's been doing. Yeah, and, and he so saves me, her from that. Yeah, yeah. To have all that happening, I found it hard to engage anything past that sort of like very. It banging me on the nose to go like, look what's going on, understand what's going on here. Oh, mm. it's the roles are reversed so like much, and it's just so yeah. contrived that like, when's the last time you saw Tommy Cooper on the TV? You yeah, know? it was odd. That was odd. Maybe it's and, on and, a lot in the Scotland. Ske- the one <laughs> sketch that she sees of <laughs> yeah, Tommy Scotland. Cooper. Yeah, but the one sketch she sees happens to be a sketch that is doing the exact same thing she <laughs> yeah, did. Yeah, so I didn't you know? even know. I didn't pick up on that. But you're totally. It's, that's it. It's yeah. so contrived, and that's. Yeah. It, it just it it. I mean, it's I not the take, end of the world. I don't come away from that. That's the most unbelievable thing of the film. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but for me, it is though because that's that's the you've got the hand of the author there. The mm. film at the start works because you can't see the script so much, and it is so improvised. Yeah. Mm. But as soon as you put that Tommy Cooper thing in, or the heater that she stares at yeah. with the light, mm. you're you're reading the scriptwriter going, and then you know. Yeah, it kind it, of smashes. At that totally, point, like without like, a doubt, yeah. you know in that script that that heater, the way it looks, is described in the script. It's not like there's a heater in the room. It's there's mm. a heater with a thin red light that reminds you of yeah the no, story machine, right. and 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 that sketch is is picked. You know, it's it's just a shame because I think I think you can like the bit you know they walk around like the um, the one stop sort of convenience store. That's mm. quite a nice scene because she just seems so. She seems so much more alien now that she's kind of just catatonic and wandering about. Yeah. Um, but she's actually acting acting less alien because she's just a woman in a coat now, isn't she? Yeah. Um, which is a good flip. But yeah, I don't know. It's just... Yeah. And then you get all... So they, they like have an awkward sex scene, don't they? Where um, Well, I guess you're supposed to assume she just doesn't have anything. Yeah. That, that's what I got. She, she didn't realise, but she just doesn't have anything there he, the he can't do it because yeah. and then just have a big look at herself and yeah, it's like an inspector crotch yeah and again i um, again i was like a bit like oh look at the, you know she lured men with sex and now she wants to she's not allowed to i thought that was a but, bit of a but also you think that scene felt like it came out of like a comedy film or something it felt really um the way like she my, like runs like my stepmother is like, an alien <laughs> yeah the way she's like got a big lamp like inspecting herself it just yeah. felt very it's a bit odd character it, it is odd I mean, again, like we said, the, the problem of this film now is we are heavily into a kind of plotted... You know, there's no way this guy isn't an actor. There's no way there isn't a script at this point yeah, or at least, a, yeah. at least a set of staged improvisations because it's got a, it's got a plot, it's got a, a, a narrative now. You know, yeah, the, the right. biker is chasing her. She's gone off to have this relationship. It, 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 it's, it's, I think it really loses its way. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um yeah, and that brings us really to the final sort of act of the film, which is she's after this failed sexual encounter, she leaves this bloke. Um, I guess because she she realizes, well, I'm not human. Mm. What place is there? I'm not alien. I'm not human. What am I going to do now? So mm. she wanders off into the woods, and um, I, I I love the scene where she meets the bloke for the first time. It's like this like logger dude, mm. and the way he just keeps talking to her, he's like, oh, out, out for a little walk, are you? It's yeah, nice out for a walk. Yeah, that's acres everywhere. You'll love it. I like, knew that he was trouble though from the start. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you, well, oh you're yeah. Clearly meant to know sure, like, the fact he's, he's, from, like a he's from London, isn't he, Chris? Come yeah. on. He's from London. <laughs> of course, he's trouble. Yeah. yeah. He's the only person from the south in the whole film. <laughs> <laughs> the way, yeah, he's got such a, yeah, well, like a, a clear, like psychopathic look about him, hasn't he? The way he talks. And I love his rambling bit. I mean, I guess the only surprise really is that he doesn't get her straight away, and he leaves mm. her to walk off. Um, but no, just just a really good performance by that guy. I think the way he does all that is really, it's yeah. nice. Um, and yeah, you, you get the sense that the motorcycles are much closer now because they're up in the highlands as well. They're in the, in the trees and they're not far mm. away. Um, and yeah, she lies down, you know, like a one of those like those cabins that they have for for ramblers and stuff, isn't it? Where you can sleep mm. overnight if you're on a big long trek. And wakes up to find this guy trying to rape her. And uh, I think that's done really well, isn't it? Because you just see like a hand on a leg, mm. and it's very subtle. Yeah, and in a, in a way, the last scene isn't. <laughs> yeah, it's a very sort of tasteful way of doing that. And she runs off, gets caught. Guy tries to rape her, pulls her skin off, and reveals the alien underneath. Mm. And his first reaction is to run off and come back and just set her on fire. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Which, I mean, I guess I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure about that either. It, it just feels like they wanted that really cool image of her 
on fire in the like in the in the landscape. It's a really nice image, but yeah, would I mean, would you would you jump to that if you were that guy? Well, the way I thought about it is that like his you could think of his motive as he's going to rape a girl in the forest and then set her on fire, right? <laughs> so he's like skipped. So he skipped a step, hasn't he? <laughs> And so he thinks, well, I couldn't well, do that. He takes so the well... fire equipment with him. Yeah, he was yeah, going to do that anyway. There. I mean, so it he... makes sense, wouldn't it? If you're going to be a serial killer, you need to wow. dispose of the body, okay. don't you? Yeah. So I suppose that's. Yes. So he's got that there to do that, and just and he just thinks, well, I you know I can't do the raping bits or do the fire bit. <laughs> I mean, I'm being polite to him because I don't think it makes much sense. So he's had... run off, wouldn't you? He's had half a good time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. He thought I might as well get you know half. Might as well get some of this done. Yeah, maybe, maybe. We could do it the other way round. Yeah, well, no, because she's her skin's fallen off, hasn't it? So, oh right, yeah. Um, and it, the the shot is a really good effect shot, isn't it? Where she where she pulls her head off. Mm. Um, I think that's really well done. The way she's sort of looking to the side and then it just peels her head back. It's kind of yeah. Mm, well, I, I read well. that he. He, 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 Jonathan Glazer shot loads of commercials while this was in pre-production. Yeah, he's a big commercials director. Yeah, and he but he used a lot of them to do some of the ideas for the film. So right, he right. would put the bits that he wanted in the film, I guess special effects and stuff, and he would do them in the adverts. It made me almost want to watch the adverts while this was to see what kind of weird... You he could probably of, see things... The that, Channel 4 ident's last year, which were quite interesting. Mm. With the giant 4 thing walking around, was that him? The tardigrade. The What's that? Goes What's that? microscopic, and then the tardigrade is eating. Oh, no, I've not seen that. No, oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then she set on fire, walks out into the snow, and you see her um, her ashes burn off mm. into the thing. And then the last shot is the the motorcyclist um, mm. up on a hill looking around, and it's kind of left ambiguous as to whether he knows... I, I, my reading of that was that he's kind of senses that she's gone and he's sort of thinking where she's gone. You know what yeah. I mean? Because he's clearly got yeah. some sort of tracking ability, hasn't he? Yeah. And it's as though he's like, he can't track her anymore, but he's like, well, I don't understand what's happened to her. You know, he's the, <laughs> he can't really work out what's what's gone on there. I don't know if you, any other yeah. interpretations no, no, about no. Ingles? No, I thought yeah. the same, yeah. That he's, Other than just to say to the audience, they're still here. Yeah, that's what, yeah, exactly. This is yeah. still going to go on. This is going to happen again, as it mm. were. Yeah. Mm. Do you know it was ends? It was conceived as a high-budget film uh, about two aliens disguised as a husband and wife. Brad Pitt was cast as a husband, but, oh but progress was slow. Uh, and he decided... <laughs> like, uh, yeah, Mr. He just, Mrs. Smith. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and he basically... So he, he, the idea of it was that uh, they spent ages writing a script and it was in pre-production for 10 years, I think, and she was involved... Know. Yeah, and she was involved... She was on board for four, and it was in pre- I think ten years. It was involved. It was going on, and basically, it was supposed to be this massively, massive, huge budget of uh, and loads of special effects. And they decided to go through and just focus on the woman, get rid of all the special effects, pile it right down. And he said, Glazer likened uh, likened it to the uh, Glazer's the writer, isn't he? Yeah, the director. Oh yeah, no, Jonathan Blade as well. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. He likened to a big, a big extravagant rock band turning into PJ Harvey. So basically, <laughs> yeah, they just stripped everything yeah. down, made it way more ambiguous, and then came out, yeah, with this. I guess so. I think that it would be, it's better for that. I don't think it would have been good as a huge, big budget. Yeah, I dread to think what that would look like. I mean, it would be completely unrecognisable, wouldn't it? It wouldn't be no, the same thing be, at all. No. Um, yeah. yeah, so overall, anyway, um, Chris, what's your overall opinion of, of Under the Skin? I love it. Oh, oh right. Mm. I loved it when I, when I first saw it. It's right up my alley. And you've not got the issues with the second half that me and Alex have. You'd like that still as well? No, no. I've, you know, it's... You know, there are things, but it's kind of, I... I, I think you keep getting information at a pace which is good. So, hmm. yeah. I know there are some issues with how ambiguous things are. Um, but I like, sometimes I like them sort of movies, you know, where you can sort of... Uh, well, it's a lack of ambiguity that I've got. Yeah, me too. That's my problem with it. Yeah. yeah, maybe, yeah. But it's that funny sort of ambiguity though, isn't it? It's that where... They, I can't remember how we described it, but mm. it was um, it. 
I, I think there's enough there for me. It's 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 quite pretty as well. The film, mm, yeah, looks, yeah, um, it does look good. Um, I like how there's not much dialogue. Yeah. Um, it it tells it shows rather than tells, mm. which is yeah. I like to a point. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alex, what's what we know? Kind of, yeah. I think it's I think it's half a good film, and I think yeah. it's it does to me. I, I like I said, I'd either want it to be that halfway point. Uh, like I said, to me, it was kind of turned after the guy got sucked out. I either wanted it then to turn into, I wanted it all to be a lot clearer, so a lot more explained, or mm. I wanted it to stay or, or to go back to being more like kind of nightmarish and dreamlike and kind of a mood piece. I think that the, the elements of plot they brought in, they just they didn't make it better. They made it worse, in fact. And I and it, yeah. it's like it tried to hint more. It, it gave you more of a story, but I didn't like that story. And I thought, yeah, like you say, it, it felt heavy handed. Some of it, um, yeah. and it I think that was sad to see it like punch up into another gear mm. for the end. Yeah, like a different scale of film, even like if it just stepped up mm. in some way. Yeah, no, I agree. Know. Yeah. Yeah, if it trans- even if there'd been a, a kind of a plot in the middle and then it had transformed at the end. I don't know. I just, yeah, I, just, yeah, I felt like, yeah, I, I, I felt like the things, like you say, it was very vague and, and, and ambiguous. And then the stuff they decided to clear up, I didn't really like what they were saying. You know, I found that a bit, I just didn't, I didn't yeah. buy it. And it was, it's quite clear, you know, yeah, like you say, they're going and eating chocolate cake and having to spit it out. And I, just, I found that a bit cliched. And I think that's sad because I don't, I think the film is quite, uh, innovative and interesting and it's a bit sad yeah. that it, it it started to hit those notes and now you've said that bit about the whole man you know i i totally agree with you and that you know the echoes of those early scenes, early scenes. Yeah, yeah and that really like oh, i'm like oh yeah that that's totally it now so yeah 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 i mean so, that's, yeah. like yeah i'm kind of i'm definitely closer to you than i'm not sure many people will connect them things to be honest well they might not but i did so i can't mm. you know in my view of it, i can't <laughs> That's, I mean, as I say, it was just such a thing for me of like taking it out, and I'm just I'm reading a script rather than watching a film at that point, mm. and I can't get back into it, and it's a shame because like I do, I think the start is so strong, and I do love that whole, I love the way it's shot, I love the idea of them kind of filming it sort of, you know, undercover around normal people. Mm. Um, I think Scarlett Johansson does really well at the start of the film as well. I think she yeah. acts it really well. Um, I think her performance gets worse; it goes on as well. I don't think that mm. she. I think that she just becomes a, a face staring at things, like you know, a pretty face staring at things, which again is problematic when you think about the themes of her, her role twisting from being yeah. a controlling thing to a non-controlling thing. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It, it kind of when you say it could be a good short film, I agree. Like I would much rather watch a film that is half an hour that is just Scarlett Johansson going around um, Glasgow killing people. Yeah. I don't need to, I don't need the illusion of it being an alien even like that's the, I, that's the problem with it for me is that it, it becomes clearer that it, it is, I don't know what the word is like that idea that, that she's alien becoming human. That's the bit I don't want to see. I'm not, I couldn't care less about that. It's really boring to me. Mm. I much prefer exploring the concept of something some organism that doesn't understand the conventions of sex using mm. sex to uh, consume things mm. without, without having to go into the, oh, it's an alien and it's going to get human feelings. No, just leave yeah. it as an alien that doesn't, that she does it and then leaves. You know, maybe the last shot is just, she just flies off. Mm. Um, I think not we in said, space, she will just disappears. I th- but. think we said kind of the same thing about Man Who Fell to Earth, that it got, it got worse when he got more like, he settled down and he got yeah. more human, he got more, involved with things it was the opening yeah. of that was more interesting when it was a bit more abstract mm. and you didn't really get who he was what he was doing his old behavior that i think yeah that's obviously and the I problem think, with these types of films they, they definitely and, and again like it, it's the film's credit like the fact like chris saying most people wouldn't get those bits of um you know imagery in the second half the only reason i'm getting them is because i was so invested into the first half i was watching it that closely mm, so it's to the film's credit that i have torn it apart as much at the end because <laughs> i was that invested in it that i was going to go for this very like deep close reading of it if you see what i mean so mm. yeah so all right but yeah heavily flawed but nice soundtrack yeah very so, good soundtrack brilliant soundtrack um give me a strange one to rate isn't it yeah. uh so i guess Alex, as the 
I guess you're. I don't know. I can't really work out for me or you who likes it more. <laughs> but I think, I think Alex, Chris likes first. it the most. <laughs> I'll, I'll say around kind of forties, maybe around like Independence Day, Tron, that kind of. Yeah. And drama de strain maybe even a bit lower around War Games. Forty fifty. Forty fifty zone. That's where I put yeah. it. I was thinking sort of slightly higher, perhaps below Lost World, like thirty eight, that kind of area, thirty seven. Mm. Chris, what were you thinking? I would put it somewhere around the sixteen sort of area. Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, main, I mean, for me, you know, seeing the filmmaking, like techniques used, is I, that's kind of what I'm getting out of it. Like, it's just mm. like quite clever in them, in in what it shows to what it's trying to get across. Um, yeah, I agree with that. That's why for me, it's a thirty film and not just, an eighty film. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not as I, good as T two or Contact. No, not as, no, definitely not as good as Contact. Contact's another film actually that has that like big ideas problem. I guess it's a very different, you know, not as ambiguous tool, but also really stumbles at the end, doesn't it? And, that kind mm, of... and Snowpiercer, I'd say Snowpiercer. That was another film that was visually very good, but then it kind of that lamed out a bit at the end, didn't it? What What about Twenty Eight above Contact, below T Two? Because that's kind of okay. the midway point between our sort of. Right, I personally think that's a bit high, but if everyone's going with that, I'm not going to fight it. I don't feel passionately enough to kind of, uh, no. you know, fight on that one. So, and if Chris it's, really did like it, then that seems fair. Yeah. It's also that kind of film where I wish, as I was watching that, I was thinking, I wish I could watch 2001 in this frame of mind. Like, that <laughs> underskin gets me into the frame of mind where I can think deeply about it. And I wish. I could. I, I understand that's what people get out of two thousand and one, isn't it? Mm-hmm, and I, I wish. Do. I wish I could watch it in that sense. You know what I mean? Like it's frustrating to me. This is more my aesthetic, like you know, yeah. grim Glasgow, Scarlett Johansson in a, in a prostitute's <laughs> wig. That's more my thing <laughs> than a baby flying through space. But I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you say twenty eight then? That's yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, really, I've, 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 we've started a very deep episode for. for yeah. The day. yeah, and it got us talking because I mean, definitely, yeah, yeah. It does so. It does have interesting oh, yeah. themes and talks definitely, about them, you know, interesting way. But listeners, really? yeah. but listeners, we're not normally like this. Normally, it's just swearing <laughs> no. and uh, and no, you know, right. offensive yeah. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's no, that's good. We'll start with me to go on. I, mean, I guess I'm guessing next week's not going to be quite as well. We'll see, deep, but we'll see, won't we? So uh, let's let's go into the past to find out what's in the future. Oh, that's a, that's appropriate, isn't it? Actually, for next week, mm. anyway. spoilers. Hello, we're back Yay. again from the past, and it's the Hello. second of our three uh, 2014 retrospective films. This week, it's Chris's choice. So, Chris, what have you picked to watch? I have picked uh, Chris Nolan's Interstellar. Woo! I haven't oh, seen that either. <laughs> I just thought it. I just thought it would, you know, elicit I some conversation. That's five years ago, bloody hell! It's gone fast, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of um, sci-fi happening this this period. Yeah, yeah big ones as well. Yeah. So you have a little synopsis, Chris, of Interstellar. Yeah. So it's an end of the world to save the world sort of story, uh, set in the near future, I think. Um, hmm. And it's it it's kind of not a Nolan take on you know in the similar way he kind of gave a Batman a bit of a revamp, and hmm. uh, but it put it in yeah. a real world. Uh, this is noted for its kind of real take on scientific mm-hmm. principles. Okay. Um, and it's interesting in uh, in that sense um, yeah. because it deals with time and space and the big the big things. Uh, I'm not sure, sh- uh, well, how successfully we'll see. But um, yeah, as no, have you guys I seen this? I guess, yeah. I have, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, some that's treats a, for a you, then, Alex. Kind, uh... What was that? Sorry, treats yeah, for Alex. Yeah, then. He's getting yeah. Older. yeah. There's two films I've seen. Yeah, well, let's watch this trailer for Interstellar. Anyway. Do we count these moments? The first ever to fly faster than the speed of sound. These moments when we dared to aim higher. 
to break barriers, to reach for the stars. 76, you are go. To make the unknown known. We count these moments as our proudest achievements. Having fired the imagination of a generation. Is, is this an official trailer? Yeah, yeah. 14th of December 2013 that came out. Because the one I was looking at is completely different. It's probably later, isn't it? I think you're right. That seems like a first... I always try to get the first trailer. Yeah, Yeah, that's one... It says one year from now. (laughs) Yeah, Um, there you go. It's an early early look at it. I don't know about Matthew McConaughey, but yeah, we'll give it a go. It's weird that he always does that same voice, isn't it? Blah, 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 blah. Who? Is actually his own voice. Isn't it? Isn't that his voice? No. What? Why does he talk then? Not like that. He's not got that weird drawl to him, has he? Oh, okay. He's got a bit so. more Texas about him, I think, in real life. Hmm. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that'll be next week, and uh, we'll see you then for that then. Bye. Bye. next week is Chris's choice which was Interstellar um, you really couldn't go from a smaller budget to a bigger budget could you really <laughs> there's a scope of films but um, yeah. so we've got we've got a bit of correspondence uh, this is from uh, Thomas who's a new listener and he says hello I'm a new listener funnily enough he's a new listener that's good that he you know, told us well to. done anyway, uh, and he, I'm enjoying the podcast keep up the great work that's lovely to hear thank you uh, yeah he says do you take suggestions funnily enough we do and he said, please take a look at... And he's given us two series, uh, Doctor Who and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Obviously better known for their TV work. Because there was a recent but, um, Power Rangers film. Has there been another one? There was a recent one. There was a 90s one. I'm not sure we should watch that. I think, though, it would be quite interesting to watch the 60s Doctor Who film. Ah. What do you think about that? Yeah, isn't it someone... Uh, was it? Is it Peter Cushing as Doctor Who? Um, hang on, let's have a quick look. I believe... Doctor Who and the Daleks, yes, Peter Cushing. Yeah, uh, so I don't know if that's considered canon to the Doctor Who, uh, I mean, whatever, but it's interesting. I mean, like, I don't know what your thoughts on Doctor Who is, I could not give a shit about it. So, uh, <laughs> as soon as Sylvester McCoy left, I wasn't interested. Oh, um, yeah, I loved Sylvester McCoy as well. He was the best one, wasn't he? Everyone yeah. hates him, but that's... No, I, guess, I liked him. Yeah, Peter Cushing and Roy Castle, I think it'd be interesting, something different, wouldn't it, to what we've watched with Phil before, mm. I think. Roy Castle... It's a genre um, we don't. It's a, it's a decade. Sorry, we don't really uh, haven't got loads of entries. And also, from. like old British sci-fi is definitely a thing. There's not much of, mm-hmm. is there? Really, in terms of um, yeah. things. So yeah, I, think I definitely shit. want to. Good one, Thomas. Good. <laughs> what did you say sorry. We shit. Because it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. Maybe, but I think it's definitely. Thunderbirds one. is as good as it got. Did they do a film with that in the sixties? Yeah, they did. Probably, did yeah. Oh, yeah. There's one with um, uh, Cliff Richard in the shadows. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, as puppets. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really terrible. Yeah. That. Yeah, that's been on telly. I'm sure. Let's not watch oh, that. Well, there we go. Sorry. There's a nineteen fifty. No, there's a nineteen. Nineteen sixty-six film. Thunderbirds are go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. We well, I'm looking forward well, to but... Doctor Who. That's a good one. That's an interesting yeah, a... one. Good shout, Thomas. That'll be an interesting one to watch for sure. Yeah. Especially as none of us are big Doctor Who fans. Yeah, and um, I mean, I, and that's so not the current Doctor, anyway, isn't it? That kind of oh yeah, 60s Doctor oh Who. god no. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't mind. I quite like the Paul McGann film. Do you remember that? That was a oh, weird god. dark one. With um, what, with who's the, the bad guy in that? Is it Bruce Roberts? The American. Like a, that was the American. Yeah. yeah. Law, oh my god. <laughs> it's terrible, but in uh, an interesting way. Yeah. Sylvester McCoy's in that briefly at the start as well. Mm. Um. Anyway, so we'll come to that further down the line. Thanks for the suggestion. Um, if you've got any more suggestions, get in touch. And actually, yeah, Alex, give us a, give well, us a blast of yes, things. Yes, email us at sciencefictionratingsystem at gmail.com. The website, sciencefictionratingsystem.com. Everything's there. Uh, and then on our social media is all SF Rating System. That's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go Fantastic. explore the wonderful world of Science Fiction Rating System. Brilliant. Um... Cool, I think that's all. Anything else? I'm happy to. See you next week. Fantastic. See you next time for Interstellar. Bye. 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 Bye.